0: So welcome to this week's edition of the Nine Hertz Podcast. Uh, we've been away a week uh, just to sort of sort ourselves out in terms of scheduling so uh, we're sort of back with a plum this week I guess really because uh, we started with this amazing track by a band called Sewer Fiend. Um, now I saw this on kind of like new releases on Bandcamp and I was like I'll check that out later I kind of put it on a sort of wish list to sort of have a check but... I'm really glad you picked this one because I think I would have left this till next week. Um, absolutely amazing band from Manchester, just playing old school death metal, but with like a really disgusting sort of approach to it. I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah, and it's come out on Dry Cough, which is a label we love, and you know we play we play so much of their, you know, um, you know a good percentage of everything they put out. So this comes to my attention through there they sent it to us I think I kind of we got the like a review email as well so I've had I've had the you know I've been lucky enough to hear this in advance and it was the first you know it's only three tracks the first couple of tracks are shorter than this one but you know they were the ones I was listening to and I just found myself kind of um, it was this one that kind of crept and you know nussled into my brain you know like you just have to stick with it and get there and it's that kind of ghostly death doom of you know like like say old school it's autopsy and disembowelment it's there you know it's that level of class and ooze and it's that wonderfully atmospheric and primal and decayed you know there's something as well just to add is that there's so many really good death metal bands around at the moment in the uk which i don't know whether i've just not been looking before or whether there really is a surge you know i was thinking uh, atom slime lord eternal rot uh Coffee Mulch, Mortuary Spawn, Vacuous. I can't think of any more, but, you know, there's there's loads. These are all brilliant kind of young, exciting bands kind of bringing something fresh is such a weird word for death metal, but you know what I mean? Like to, to yeah. old school style death metal. And, and you know, typically as well, Doom, uh, Death Doom. So it's a really exciting time to be into this. And here's another great band to add to it.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, this is, I, I guess, like, the, the lit, literally toilet humor here, but it doesn't really kind of take away from it. I think a lot of um, stuff with, which goes down this route in terms of aesthetics and song titles and things, it, it can kind of take away from the music, it can kind of make it a bit of a joke. But this is like you know, heads down, really impressive stuff. Um, and I, I absolutely love it. Um, I noticed this week, um, on Twitter, there's uh, been several people kind of compiling albums of the year, and, and one guy actually came up with 70 or more um death metal releases this year that are actually worth listening to and this is this is among them so um yeah death metal's in rude shape i think it's it's really is it's like um so inventive and they're they're sort of taking it to new extremes which is amazing considering it's been going what 30 40 years now um so yeah so if you want to hear this uh, you can go to sewerfienduk.bandcamp.com and yeah and there's uh there's also um sewer rock records who've out a cassette version and you can obviously get a an addition through dry cough as well absolutely brilliant so yeah as ever uh, we've got nine amazing tracks um and i think this week we could probably have fit in far more because um, this next um sort of uh slit, a slice of um extremity i guess is is from an amazing compilation called call me armageddon volume two uh, now, I've not heard volume one, but um, this is a, a huge compilation. Uh, there's like 125 songs on this one. Some we've actually played on the podcast this this year. So this is right up our street. And um, yeah, I, I've still not listened to every single track of this. I think I had about eight that I wanted to play off this um, straight away. I don't know if, how, how far have you got through this one, because it's, it's a hefty, hefty release.
1: I've got one song through this one. Um All right. <laughs> I just haven't had a chance. And I, I know kind of you've been mentioning it, you know, on on Facebook and in messages to me, but I just haven't had time yet. But it's there, it's quite daunting a task in like, is, in yes. front of that many tracks. But <laughs> you know, based on this alone and, and the bands we already you know it's, it's it's I'll get to it definitely.
0: Yeah, I I actually picked out a track um and then realized we'd actually played it on the podcast already. So, you know, it's um it's, it's a mark of quality, I guess um but yeah i mean it apparently the um the label or the compiler um sort of is based in antarctica i don't know if that's true or not but um it's uh it's worldwide there's there's bands from lincoln on there there's uh there's concrete ships and maseraki who who've definitely played before uh there's People uh, pupil slicer from the uk as well but so many bands that you've probably never heard before um i, I was sort of ready to pick a, a whole um Whole oh, host of things There's a band called the sick boy method who i'd never heard before really really impressed me um yeah it, it's just full of um kind of grindcore uh, hardcore influence sort of death metal um really strange mathy stuff there's some sort of dillinger escape plan botch style bands on there um but yeah i've, I've picked this absolutely crazy song and i think it's kind of hard to describe i think we'll just kind of let this one play really the song we've actually picked is called haters traitors and instigators and uh, it sits at number 55 on this compilation if you want to sort of go through it but um they're a band called the sound that ends creation and this is madness like i listened to the actual release and i think this is the most extreme song on it to be honest it's um it's just all over the places um pianos just go wild over some crazy grindcore some off-kilter vocals like not typically grindcore vocals um, what did you make of this one, Pig? Because it's just mad.
1: Yeah, it's like a, it's like Dillinger Escape Plan or, or even like Sophilic Carnage. You know, it's like a, a song that kind of got lost down a crevice and it's been yes. congealing away <laughs> and coalescing kind of into something even more disfigured and, and deranged. I think that's kind of how I'd imagine it would sound. It is it, crazy. And I get it. I, you know, I get the that fun from it, I suppose, is the way to put it.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Um, And I I think, like, this is a a compilation to get stuck into. I mean, I listened to it for a whole uh, sort of working day the other day, and yeah, it just kind of blew my mind a little bit. So, um, if you want to grab this compilation, um, like I say, 125 songs, name your price as well for download, you can go to callmearmageddon.bandcamp.com. And, like I said, uh, this song is uh, by a band called The Sound That Ends Creation. So next, we've got a band called Wrong from Melbourne, Australia, and this is just um, really crusty, unpleasant stuff, isn't it, Pete? Where did you find it? They came. Uh, this came out on a label called Red Truth Production uh, recently.
1: I'm not sure where they're based, but they've I, I put out other things before, so it obviously cropped up in my in in some feed or other. I think it came out via the band in January, but like I say, it's only just coming out through there now. and instantly kind of knew this was for me. You know, I picked some weird stuff this week, things like Papanga and uh, Ivory Primarch, and, you know, some real experimental stuff. But this, this is, like, different and it's, this is familiar. You know, all the sounds of it. Nothing, that's not in any bad way at all. It still sounds fresh. It still sounds inventive. Um, it's, you know, there's Sludge and, like you say, Crust End Punk and uh, Doom and Hardcore. It reminds me, like, as the song goes on, particularly towards the end, it reminds me of Big Business as well, you know, the, the yeah. spirit of that. Um, it's got that kind of real dulling bass sound at the start. I've just it, It's just full of energy and, like, component parts, you know, multiple component parts from various genres, but all of them great and all of them put together in a, you know, in a new, brilliant way. So, you know, it's just, I, I'd love that kind of bristling energy to it. It's, it's completely infectious. Yeah,
0: this um, this release kind of flies by as well. I put the whole thing on the other day, and yeah, it just it just goes from naught to a hundred in, in like before you've even known it, it's kind of over, um, and and not in a bad way. It's it's kind of like it's it's overwhelming and it's like a battering ram. Um, that's the best way I can describe this. It's just very very well put together, and I, I can absolutely see this at like the one in twelve or something like that. It's it's got that energy to it so yeah really really enjoyed this just a duo as well so that's always impressive when they can make a sound like this as well um so if you want to hear this you can go to wrng.bandcamp.com and uh, it looks like they've put this out on blind idiot recordings we're going to play the song virtue of strength Sentient Ruin are a label that we've played plenty of times in the past. And uh, like, if you're not familiar with this, this label by now, then, um, you know, we've not been talking about it enough. Um, But yeah, this seems to be a debut release from a band called Disimperium. Um, And again, I think it's just a duo and um, sort of made up of members of uh, bands like Misrule and Ascended Dead. And yeah, this is just crushing, I I guess, like grind, um, but it's got a lot of um, like black and death metal in there as well and to me it's got the same kind of energy as as a recent release from sensing room by a band called hallucination and um yeah it's just this terrifying uh, sort of tower of of noise really and I, I absolutely loved it and they've only put out one track so far but um what a track yeah it's
1: the base how is this is how i kind of most associated with sentient wearing although they aren't kind of a one genre label you know they do industrial and they do black and you know solely black and totally death and things like this but you know these bands who are just uh this kind of maelstrom of of death and black you know combined together and do it in a way which is chaotic with you know not with without any blank space you know it's just utter claustrophobia uh, and then you know through through kind of complete oral assault that's that's why um, why I love sentient I mean, these releases most, and and this Imperium are all of those things. You know, the, the short um, song length as well. That kind of it, it kind of I don't know why, but that it, maybe it just maintains its threat, it doesn't allow your senses to dull to that attack. I just I, I like this a lot.
0: Yeah, it both feels brief and um, all all too long as well at the same time, <laughs> which is always a good one um but yeah it looks like they're putting this out on uh vinyl uh, like a 7-inch um apparently t- about 12 minutes in in total so um yeah i think it'll be probably probably even one side um you know it might be over in on one side you never know but uh, yeah absolutely love this so if you want to hear it you can go to sentientroom.bandcamp.com uh, the record's called malefic obliteration and we're going to play the title track mm-hmm. Pete, you picked this amazing band next uh, called Papangu from Brazil. And they got in touch today to say, you know, are you thinking of reviewing it? I was like, we're playing a track. This is incredible stuff. Like, um, you know, you've brought it to our attention. And wow, it's just so unique. They've, they've called themselves kind of a cult prog. And I guess that covers a bit of it. But there's death metal influences in there. There's kind of real unusual sludge Influences in there as well, and it's just very hard to describe. But what a menagerie of sound, really. And
1: the, and then you add in, you know, like looking at the self descriptions, which is you know, it's really it's worth a read on the bandcamp. The name check kind of Mastodon playing King Crimson, and you yeah. get that as well. Plus, kind of you know, local rhythms. They say they're from uh, north, you know, the northeast of Brazil, and it says uh, an area plagued by inequality and violence. And you know the the they, just, they pointedly describe themselves as anti-Bolsonaro, uh, which is, you know, which is great to see. <laughs> um, and it's just this wonderful bag of change. It's it, the elements of it where it's just, it really is heavy. You know, it is pushing the boundaries of, of such like you say, maybe even death. Um, but, but it also, um, it feels Brazilian. It feels different. It feels proggy. Um, there's parts part of it where it feels like a, a wild, kind of swirling, hedonistic party. Or... Or, or even in the same way, or is it was maybe like a fight. I don't know. It kind of you can kind of. <laughs> yeah. I don't like know sure whether it's fight. like a yes, yeah. yeah. Is this yeah. a is it a you know a happy kind of thing going on, or is it like absolute chaos? And but you know it's that mixture of mystical and aggression as well, and they, they managed to put it all in there. It's absolutely bursting with all of this, and I, I kind of we were always going to love musicals, and, and as soon as I found this, I knew we were both going to kind of you know I knew you'd get it, and you know, I'm sure everyone will, as soon as you hear it, it's just different and odd and, you know, like of, of our, you know, putting in all those different sounds, you know, particularly for me, that heaviness going through it, which you wouldn't necessarily expect, I think. Um. So yeah, really happy to find this band.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Um, I like the fact that one of them's wearing a Magma t-shirt. I think that's kind of, that says a lot really. Um. There's there's definitely a bit of that in there. Um. Yeah, like the, the safe kind of like that. that Mastodon and King Crimson reference is just perfect. It kind of sums up, at least at le- least gives you a bit of an idea of what this might, might sound like. And then you actually listen to it and it's, it goes off in all sorts of directions. So, yeah, the, the record itself as well, just like it twists and turns and it's it's just brilliant. Um, so the record is called Holoceno uh, and you can get this at papangu.bandcamp.com. And we're going to play the song Sao Francisco. Francesco Blodet I cannot say where they're from Skeletia, Skeletia. this band from uh, Sweden <laughs> this band from uh, Sweden uh, yeah <laughs> brilliant cool so a great feature of Bandcamp uh, these days is that if you kind of uh, purchase something from a label uh, they will tell you about that label um, every time they release, you know, a, a minute of music. And um, this band kind of popped up because Church Road Records have put out this amazing band called Bloodette from Sweden. Um, and yeah, this this is unusual. And I wasn't quite sure to begin with. Um, it's, it's very sort of haunting and and kind of um, like l- l- a lot less extreme than a lot of the stuff I've been picking lately. But I just this really hit me, and I thought, yeah, this is great. Really, really good stuff. I mean, Church Road are reliable, you know. Um, given the um, sort of royalty that they've they've dealt with in the past in terms of the heavy music they've put out on um, Holy Raw until that sort of disappeared, um, this is this is just brilliant. And um, yeah, I'm really glad uh, I've never heard them before, but it looks like they've put out um, a, a release called uh, Crystal Palisette, um in 2018. Um, but yeah, this this band is completely new to me. Really, really glad I've heard it. So, uh, did you come across these before, Pete?
1: No, not at all. Um, and I saw, I, I saw it come up, you know, because it, for the same reason, you know, it's Church Road. Really good to see Church Road kind of, you know, carrying that, carrying on that upwards, you know, turn that, you know, they're, they're really, really going for it now. And that's really good to see. So, you know, I, I thought from looking at the name, I thought it was going to be some, it sounds like a cross punk band name, although maybe it's just a Scandinavian thing, I don't know. But, um, it's, it's probably good to have this on here. You know, it's, it's almost we've, we've got quite a we lot have of a stuff. Yeah. 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 Like a, it's like a cleanse. Um, you know, that calming ambience of it. You know, there's there's you know like a post-punk spirit in there as well, I think. I just, you know, it's it, it is, it's nice it, it, and it it does kind of just bounce us off here because I think we go over the edge of it.
0: Definitely. Yeah. and I think it's, um, it's a nice contrast to some of the stuff they've put out as well, because, you know, the, the sort of nature of this record label is it's rooted in the, um, the hardcore and the sort of, um, heavier end of, of hardcore in the UK and in Europe. So yeah, it's quite nice to hear something that's, um, I mean, it's not chilled by any means. It's, you know, it's it's still quite passionate and and full of life, but it's, um, it's certainly not, um, the usual affair, um, you know, compared to like Noctual that we played recently, which is, uh, Serena from um, Svalbard's uh, side project, um, sort of a, a very blackened death metal album about uh, a video game. This is this is more kind of grandiose and um, considered, I guess. Um, but yeah, really, really enjoyed this. So as ever, you can get this from Church Road Records uh, or bloodette.bandcamp.com. Uh, we're going to play the only song that they have released so far, which is called The River. Our second band from Melbourne, Australia, this week on the podcast is a band called Ivory Prime March. and yeah, this is just <laughs> like I've used the word towering already. I feel like I shouldn't have used it up, but um, yeah, this this is brilliant stuff. I mean, to me, it's got vibes of you know an easy comparison would be um, Jerusalem Dope Smoker by Sleep, um, but in a completely left field <laughs> approach to that, and and with a proggy sort of bent as well how did you find this one Pete? because it's, it's an absolutely amazing piece of work i'm not sure i presume through the you know just bank account searches and tags and
1: then you look at the artwork i'm all you know sad as it is it will be the artwork that you know is most likely to join me in early and then this is brilliant you know it's a really good cover so you know that and then i'm glad i stuck with it as well because it's, it's it's not that it's a bad set it's just it's such a it, the out the song not the album it's a single song release the song goes from, you know, it's a 12 minute journey from the beginning, which is almost, it's ambient, it's calm, it's it's proggy, um, there's synth going on in the background, by the end it's turned into this blackened funeral doom, you know, these pounding crushing riffs and then, um, the, you know, the, that kind of journey feels almost cosmic at times, there's, there's, you know, at others it's pastoral, there's there's kind of this wide range of instruments. It feels like there's there's tons of people there, but I think there's only two or three in the band. It's, I don't know, just I, I found it a really engrossing release. It's kind of like its wide-eyed journey, which has been brilliantly mapped. I've listened to this loads and loads. It's the last thing I played before we started again tonight, yeah. just because I, I wanted to get it <laughs> on again. It, like you say, it's component parts, you know, familiar, but they've just, they've done something new with it. And I think that's that's that's
0: amazing. Absolutely, and like like you say, like I mean, I I was kind of sat there thinking, what what the hell is this? Like, wh- where is it going? And and like, the places it takes you is just, yeah, absolutely inspiring. Really, I mean, how how to fit a million ideas into eleven and a half minutes? Um, you know, here here's how basically. Yeah, really really interesting release, and I'm going to actually like dive into the rest of the uh, They the look like they put out a um, an album called Rituals of Excess in uh, 2018. So. Yeah, I hope this is um, the start of much more, and um, yeah, really want to keep an eye on this band. So if you want to sort of hear this, it's called The Mask, and uh, you can get it at ivoryprimarch.bandcamp.com
2: I think that I would like to rescue myself uh, from the idea that there's so many different realities here. <laughs> Somehow I feel an observer, and uh, but at the same time I feel as though. Uh, I'm in a more exalted position (laughs) and uh, of course I don't think you can take much credence to what I say because uh, the shifting patterns of things I feel and see around me uh, are, I do not know what part of what reality again, uh, this feeling comes over me. uh, Almost like the singing you know, of angels or something.
0: So sometimes you're kind of taken with something that just kind of pops into your life like this. And uh, this next uh, record by Monocot um, on Feeding Tube Records from uh, Massachusetts, uh, just, uh, it kind of took me by surprise. It, it reminded me of um, an act that I've seen a lot over the years called uh, the Flower Corsano duo. So Chris Corsano is the drummer for Bjork and, um, and a lot of other sort of projects. And he sort of teams up now and again with a guy from Sheffield called Mick Flower. Um, and they play this improvised, crazy um kind of racket um that somehow sinks together in, in parts and it's, it's it's like your third eye is being scrubbed wide open it, it's brilliant and um this band have, have certainly got um tons of that kind of cosmic psychedelic strange uh sound to them and yeah i just thought this was incredible um didn't realize it was released uh, in september last year but uh, i don't really care it's uh it's something I want to kind of bring to people's uh, sort of like to the forefront, really. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what you made of this at all, because it's, it's very dreamy, very, very strange, very sort of artistic, I guess. Um, that yeah. that cover just blew my mind a bit as well. The the mm. artwork for this is is amazing. It is. It's really good. I had no expectation of what
1: this what this even was, you know. When you sent it through to me, which, you know, for, you know the artwork's brilliant, but it doesn't necessarily tell you what it's going to be, and. And it's a you know 16 to 17 minute track, I think. Like you say, it's dreamy, but it's it's got a heaviness to it. So it kind of feels half asleep, like that kind of dopey, dense sleepiness where you're struggling to wake up, but but you're kind of with it, you know, and and then this feels like this signals from that middle world between reality and dream. It's the further, you know, further in you get the deeper it goes. It, it turns into kind of like uh, an acid mother's offshoot band or, that you'd find on Riot Season, yeah. yeah. Uh, but, and then there were glitches in it as well, which I found, which are really, which almost, you know, that that thing with sideways isn't all about just smoothness, and you know, it's it's about distortion and um, and you know, just jarring, even though you wouldn't think that. And I, I got that out of it. Really, you know, it's I took a lot out of that seventeen minutes when I was listening to this today. So. You know, really interesting, and I, I didn't get a chance to listen to the rest of the album, but I'm definitely going
0: go to go go back to it. Yeah, I think that the one we're going to play, we're probably going to play an excerpt from this because it is quite a hefty, hefty number. But, um, yeah, the other tracks seem to be a bit more kind of um, uh, meandering and, and not as heavy. Um, but I think this one goes full on jam band at, at times, and I think an acid mother's reference is absolutely perfect for this. It's maybe not as heavy as them, but um, it's got kind of a yeah, that, that kind of chaotic, um you know we're kind of all on the same wavelength and, and kind of producing this amazing music um not a lot of information about this band um I, I guess there might be more at feedingtuberecords.com, but um yeah i'm quite glad to kind of um keep this band a mystery really because it's it's such a strange uh, concoction of sound um yeah just really enjoyed this so um if you want to hear this you can go to feedingsheeprecords.band.com uh, the record's called direction we know and we're gonna play an excerpt from Multidimensional Solutions. So we absolutely welcome, and we always have um, submissions from um, people who are just creating their first releases, like sort of getting things out there and um, kind of trying something new. And I think this is an absolute case of that happening. And we, we're we're just like I think we both get this one. Um, so Doubt Sower uh, from Wales. This is um, a solo project uh, of a guy who I think plays guitar for uh, various projects, um, sort of South Wales sort of way. Um, but yeah, he sort of just approached us with this and said, what do you think of this? And I'm really glad you sort of scoured the emails and found this one, Pete, because it's um it's certainly up our street and it's it's a really um off-kilter, um not glitchy, but kind of like, a, it's got a weird step to it, hasn't it? Yeah, it has. And it's that it's that, that grabbed me.
1: You know, like, it, it is great getting emails like that. And, you know, this guy, um, at this call, he, he emailed us and then this was the first chat. And it's that, it is that weirdness, that sensation of oddness and difference about it. You know, ultimately, it's it, this is you know, it's a it's doom. It's a doom record if, if you're going to kind of give it a genre. But, it, you know, there's a stuttering guitar discordance to it. There's contrasting pace segments, um, you know, and those it, particularly in those ghostly sl- slower uh, elements. There's a surprising kind of depth and richness to the tone which comes through. And that's like two thirds of the way through. It's, you know, it, it really, um, a lot's gone on into this, you know, and a lot, you know, no point going into kind of what, the things we've said again and again about Solar Works during lockdown, except to say, you know, it feels quite personal at times. And it feels like you're peering into their psyche. Um, and you can't, you know, you can't nail this down to the exact influences. You, you know where, you know, you know, this is from the same sphere that we, you know, we exist in and we love and, and all those types of music, but, but it's just subtly unique. And that's why, that's why it grabbed me. And that's why I knew instantly I was going to play
0: something off this. So, yeah, I mean, this, this is like you say, like it's, it's almost like a glimpse into someone's psyche. And I, I think the best solo records do that. And, uh, you know give a bit away of the person um so yeah god knows what this guy's been through because this is quite unpleasant music at, at points in, in the best way possible uh you know that we we sort of harbor on this podcast quite a lot so uh yeah like you say we're going to play the opening track from this uh this is hierarchy of detachment uh, and you can get this at doubtsower.bankcamp.com